0: Morning to hey, hey. All
1: right. Good morning, good morning, everybody, and welcome Ooh. to Rotary Wellness Wednesday. I am your co host, Paul Dumang, and I am with the giggling oh. and exciting Dr. Marilyn Braithwaite yeah. Hall. Oh
0: boy, good morning, good morning, good morning, Paul.
1: Well, good morning. <laughs>
0: Good morning, everyone. Good morning, listening audience. Good morning, Mel, our fabulous engineer who gets oh, yeah. it done. He got the
1: time right too. I'm I know. Telling yeah, you, it was awfully good.
0: Mel is just. We love Mel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> gonna He's get a,
0: sending us love back. Yeah,
1: we're gonna get a t-shirt made up just yes, to say that. We
0: love Mel. That's we right. Love
1: Mel. Good morning. But boy, we got a beautiful green island. Yes, it's we amazing do. when these little situations of weather go through us and what they leave mm-hmm. behind. A lot of times mm. is a gorgeous green island with beautiful flat blue waters, and uh it's quite a privilege to wake up and look out there and see that and build your day around that. so yes, yes we have yes. a great show today. Uh, we're going to have uh, a, another exciting guest with us today. But, Absolutely. Uh, how about some reflections uh, there, Doc? Anything uh, it's, exciting? It's, I know you left the island for a little bit.
0: I did, but I have to say I was listening to uh, Dr. Addy uh, talking to Miss Nibs this morning, and uh, it just was wonderful to, um, to hear her talk about and describe the beautiful things that she creates out of nature. But I was able to get into the studio before she left, and there are just exquisite there's something very inspiring about seeing things that can be made from what's in our environment so she had um, Shack Shack. She had shells yeah. and all kinds of things that are native. It's it's what's around us, and I guess that was part of my takeaway. There is beauty all around us, right, oh, all sure the time. And the question is, do we pay attention in deeper ways? And so to see it from the eyes of an artist, that she's able to cultivate and to pull things that are all around us and create even more beauty.
1: Yeah, it's funny you're talking about the Shack Shacks, uh, which of course are the. The pods yeah. for our uh, flamboyant trees that aren't really un- originally indigenous to the Virgin Islands, which is kind of ironic. Um, there's some great old uh, wise tales and urban legends of <laughs> uh, of years gone by, where uh, some older gentlemen that had access to a plane, uh, in particular uh, the Melchior's, who are the original owners of the Daily News, mm-hmm. um, thought they'd be cute and told some kids if they gathered some of these shakshak seeds. Um, they'd give them a a penny a seed or something ridiculous. Really? And they just kind of shooed these kids away. I didn't think it'd be a big deal. And they came back with sacks and sacks (laughs) and sacks of these seeds. So they literally got in an airplane and flew over St. Thomas, St. John, and, and St. Croix and played like... Just Is chucking right? seeds out of the plane mm. and, and sprouted up more and more Of these beautiful flamboyant oh, trees And I favorites. bring that up only to say Because there's a lot of um, that going on right now yeah. um, uh, Through my brother's workshop mm-hmm. And through other places They are actually doing uh, Jimmy Loveland out there mm-hmm. Um doing seedlings and getting the tree started and then they're giving them away if you'll That's plant beautiful. them That's so again to keep our islands beautiful let's get some trees back in the ground here. That's I love
0: that idea. how the circle keeps on going so she's on the show and sharing how she uses creativity and then you're sharing the ways in which community entities are you know expanding on what's sure. out here especially after her Maria so that was beautiful It was a wonderful way to begin the day and so just want to welcome all of our listeners all of our long-term listeners, those of you who are joining us for the first time welcome to your midweek pause it's our opportunity after all these many months and shows which is probably what what number are we at uh,
1: 59 oh
0: you would know <laughs> paul is our number keeper Welcome to show 59. It's your midweek pause. We try to provide some inspiration. We hope some information, some skill building, and, you know, we always take the pause to breathe. And so we're delighted that you are uh, with us, listening online, around the world, throughout the region, and in different time zones. uh, hi to Paul's mommy. Paul's mommy's <laughs> listening.
1: Ah, uh, gee. Yes, yes, and so out there. we're really
0: grateful and thank you for all those who. Um, even someone uh, recently, a few days ago, um, let me know who knew that uh, that she'd been listening for a really long time and uh, really enjoys the show. And one of the things that she said that I uh, really took to heart is that she always takes away something that's very positive for her. And so I'm really grateful because I hope that over all these shows that, you know, that that's our hope and our intent to plant, you know, some positive vibes. And we be- begin with Brother Bob. And- you
1: almost said plant those seeds, you know, to keep <laughs> there the There you go, going. right? But, uh, yeah. But you're right, and it, it is. And thank you all out there who, who put up with me and uh, continue to listen <laughs> and enjoy our show. Um, yeah, I was just in our, our laundry uh, facility over here at my place of work and uh i was listening to another station and they go what are you doing here and i said what do you mean and then she said well it's not wednesday right <laughs> and i said well it is wednesday like, ah so, oh, i ran to change the channel so hey ladies in the laundry <laughs> Go back to work. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, thank you for listening. Yeah, I, I it's really
0: wonderful. That. We really appreciate it. And you're right. It.
1: If one person takes something yes. away from a show, we are so delighted because we, we know we can't reach everybody. But uh, the goal is to just to be the conduit to this community, continue to share goodwill and good words and, and good people. You Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. It's people. been a blessing for us to be, to be able to do that.
0: How about a shout out to our sponsors?
1: The Community Foundation of the Virgin Islands (laughs) for their generous grant as well as Rotary District 7020's Disaster Relief Fund. Uh, for those two folks and uh, organizations for for funding us, without that, uh, we would be listening to the news for the fourth time, I think, <laughs> on the hour. So.
0: And for those of you who don't know, we have expanded uh, through Paul's uh, hard work and through our master engineer, Mel, uh, to now be uh, on podcast. If you can uh, share that information, that would be great, Paul.
1: Well, those of you who may have an Apple phone, mm-hmm. uh, I know there's only three of you out there, uh, mm-hmm. there's literally a purple Podcast uh, application app on your phone. If you literally open that up and uh, type in Rotary Wellness Wednesdays with an S, you'll see the very smiley face of Marilyn and myself. <laughs> and uh, currently, we got 21 hours, 21 shows available for your listening pleasure at your leisure. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you do not have one of those kind of phones, you can also just. Uh, Type in on any search um, mechanism there, uh, Rotary Wellness Wednesdays, and you'll find us out there. We are actually on two different platforms Buzzsprout and Apple. So,
0: awesome. Good
1: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Second mom, Viola, listening. Okay, that was the note. Hi, Mamacita. <laughs> it's so good to...
0: <laughs> morning, Mama wow. Viola. Mama good Sita. morning. I okay. uh, Also want to acknowledge uh, yesterday, and particularly in St. Croix, folks gathered to commemorate uh, uh, the leaders of the historic labor revolt that took place on um, St. Croix when it was under Danish possession on October 1, 1878. I want to acknowledge Queen Mary, Queen Agnes, Queen Matilda, and Queen Susanna, who were most notable leaders of the uprising, which became famously known as Fireburn, as three-fourths of the island's sugarcane fields were torched during the revolt. These women were referred to as queens because of their status in the community, and so we want to acknowledge the 141st anniversary of Fireburn. Um, legacy and culture and history matters and knowing from whence uh, we come and the power of the legacy of uh, what exists here in this part of the world and in this region is really important and uh, it's important to pay homage and to remember the power of which we stand upon. So I want to acknowledge Fireburn burn uh, anniversary.
1: Yes, nice. um, one of the first territories to, absolutely. to have freedom.
0: Yep. So. Yes, I want to acknowledge a uh, personal shout-out. I jumped on a plane on a Friday and surprised my sister in Florida. Hey, Sharon, uh, it was uh, her 60th birthday. Nice. And they planned a, um, a 60th tea party, T-E-A party, and it was... So much fun! I walked in the house and um, she didn't know I was coming, and of course I was videotaping as I walked in. It was priceless, and um, <laughs> we had a wonderful time. So, I want to acknowledge that? And um, I know I think a couple of weeks ago Ross Bobby was here, and they were doing announcements for the um, celebration of his birthday, and that was over the weekend. And heard um, they had a wonderful time, good food, and good music, and his yeah. first birthday party. And so, uh, continued birthday blessings to Ross, Bobby, and all that he has meant, and all the wellness he provides in the VI community. Um, October's Domestic Violence Awareness Month.
1: Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. Let's let's keep an eye on that. Let's help each other. Mm -hmm. Take those breaths. Mm -hmm. If you're that angry, take a walk. Come back and talk.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and um, we looked at probably later in the month to invite uh, Anya Stewart, who's the executive director of... um the family resource center to come and give an update. They provide so many incredible programs and supports in the community. And, uh, we'd love to be able to, um, to co- have a conversation with her. Um, in addition to the cycle of violence and abuse and all what that means, but the incredible preventative programs that they provide and the host of services. So yeah. just want to acknowledge that. So if of you see people, family resource center
1: yes, as well. yeah. if you
0: uh, see folks wearing purple, during the month, uh, know that that is the color for the month, um, uh, prevention of domestic uh, violence.
1: You're wearing a lot of purple, I see. I got a
0: little bit. I got you a little do. bit on today. And, uh, I also want to acknowledge Queen Shaquan Henry of UVI. She ventured to Atlanta. There's a annual huge uh, pageant competition for HBCU Queens and she made it to the top 10. Didn't make it to the ultimate final but she represented well. So I know she's tired and rest well, Miss Henry, and so really grateful for that.
1: And you're going to look up... uh kite flying i think UPI. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like on the soccer field. i just heard the faa oh, what god. Are the FAAs, oh my Amanda. god that could be you, right next to that would make sense mm. right next to the airport <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be it oh my gosh All so i'm um, grateful
0: for that i have to say that i've actually been listening to the podcast I, I um I loaded some down and listened on the flight to and from so I've been catching up and um I've been personally benefiting <laughs> from from the work to my to it's like people I have to encourage you those out in the listening audience if you have an opportunity take a look at the ones that are um that are loaded and up uh, you'd be surprised I've been pleasantly surprised listening back to some of them the um, There's actually really valuable information.
1: We're not supposed to be surprised, but um, <laughs> but, um, but you know what? When you step back and it's all of a sudden we're not talking and we're listening, it, it is it is totally different. Totally I do. It's, different. It's, I once I get over the annoying sound of my voice, <laughs> I uh, uh, the listening to the content and the guests and um,
0: yeah, good stuff. And so. you've been a
1: good captain, my my well, dear. Well, thank You're, you, know, my friend. Piloted this ship quite well through. <laughs> Good times and mm. bad and ups and down and round and round. And the journey continues. And the it's And continue. it's been great. I, I have to admit it. Mm. Uh, gosh, if we're just doing one little tiny one thing little to thing. help this process, then yes. I can brush my teeth in the morning and night and yeah. feel good. And now I've tried.
0: That's wonderful. Yeah. So how about some breathing time? Let's do some breathing. Let's do some breathing. Hmm. It's beautiful. It's that time that we gather together as a listening community, that we connect our hearts and our spirits in this moment of our breathing connect. And so you know how we do as you are driving to, you know, expand your alertness on the road. Um, but uh, you're invited to join in as well. For those of you at home or in the office, uh, at work, even out and about in the yard doing chores, Allow yourself the opportunity to go inward with us in this time that we share together. So I invite you to take a nice deep breath in. Nice deep breath in. Hold and exhale. Nice deep breath in.
1: Through your nose.
0: Hold, hold and exhale. And if you are comfortable, continue with that rhythm of breathing in and holding and exhaling. Just close your eyes just for a few moments as we share this moment in that quiet place, in that place of centering that we are all sharing together. As you continue with that rhythm of breathing in and holding and exhaling through your mouth, I want you to grab hold of a word, your word. The word that when you think of this word is the word that centers you in the moment like putting a pebble in the water, that has the rippling impact of centering you, of clarifying the moment, of promoting peace and calm and gratitude. So I want you to grab hold of what that word might be for you as you breathe in and hold and exhale. Perhaps it may be gratitude, the word. Perhaps it might be peace. Perhaps the word might be openness it could be a word connected to your spiritual tradition it could be Jesus it could be Allah it could be nature love it it could be thank you whatever your word is I want you to hold that word and repeat it silently to yourself as you continue with the breathing in and holding and exhale We are going to do two more rounds of that. Breathe in. Yes, through your nose and hold. Hold. And exhale. Hold that word. And one more time. Make it count. Breathe in deeply. Hold. Hold. And exhale. Beautiful. Thank you all for joining in our shared moment of community of connection, of breathing, and the power of the breath that we all have available to us. So whatever your word is, hold it, write it down, put it in your phone, put it on your fridge, and remind yourself the gift of the power of that word for you, like a ripple in the waters of who you are. So thank you.
1: Very nice. Thank you. Thank you for Um, that. You know, and, and just a reminder for those of you folks out there that, uh, really enjoy that um we did do a show in the past that is actually part of the podcast uh series if you will with uh laura nagy um not an easy thing to do on a radio uh silence is normally uh you know not the, the your best friend on a radio station but right. um but we did we we actually had a 15 minute on air uh, meditation series that day and yeah. uh, it was pretty powerful so if you're kind of new to that and would like to try it and they're curious i would suggest look up um i don't have the exact number of the episode but you'll find it uh lauren uh, aggie so thank
0: you for sharing that sure so um, so, allow me the opportunity to introduce our guests for uh, today's Rotary Wellness Wednesday. Uh, our guest today is Tyler Rice, Rice and we're going to explore wellness through yoga in the schools. Tyler Rice is the co founder of the Virgin Islands based nonprofit TLC Foundation. He's a certified instructor of Kundalini yoga, Tai Chi, and sailing. Tyler was born and raised on St. Thomas, he attended Montessori and Antilles School he grew up sailing competitively internationally and went on to brown university where he continued competing at the highest level of sailing and became an academic all-american during his senior year thailand his partner elizabeth started the nonprofit geared towards bringing wellness to the local community in the virgin islands and abroad currently they run youth camps on eight islands throughout the caribbean teaching sailing and mindfulness skills a program that teaches mindfulness to the public school children in the Virgin Islands, as well as the Breathe Yoga Studio here on St. Thomas. It is our pleasure to welcome on Wellness Wednesdays, Tyler Rice. Uh,
1: welcome, welcome. Thank you. Our pleasure to have you here. Go ahead and pull that mic nice and close. <laughs> we're we're going to be working you now, but uh, it's always fun when you when you live on a 12-mile island and we get to have uh, friends, family, and, and long-time uh, folks that... Uh, I've known Tyler since he was just a baby and, Look at uh, that! his dad worked with us and his mom is such a lovely lady. So, Wonderful. So nice to have you with us, Tyler, and we're going to get you kicking off with what we try to ask all of our visitors, uh, basically, is what does wellness mean to you and then what do you do to support wellness in your life, uh, especially with mm-hmm. uh, the skills that you bring with us today?
0: Absolutely.
2: Cool. Yeah, thanks for having me here. This is a... Uh Not the regular place to be sitting behind the mic, so uh, (laughs) definitely excited too. That's all right.
0: That's all right
2: to to be here. And um, first of all, thanks for the little meditation. The breathing there was really nice. I didn't expect it coming into a radio station, so that was a nice, um, nice moment. Um, To me, yeah, I think wellness is. um, It's really a about the tools that we have, uh, to, to be able to work with the day to day life. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I think that, you know, wellness can look like a lot of different things. It could be, you know, somebody could be exploring wellness through art or through dancing or, Mm -hmm. you know, or it could be through meditation or Tai Chi or yoga. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, like I was saying, I think wellness is really whatever it is that, that allows us to, um, work with the day to day, ups and downs Mm -hmm. um and and be centered
0: beautiful and and certainly in your bio there's certainly things you clearly do um by way of your own um way of living and lifestyle and practice so what anchors you in terms of your own wellness journey
2: what anchors me well i do love sailing and the ocean which naturally goes along with the anchor there (laughs) um so i think that it, the anchor is a great a great term what it is that brings us into the present moment mm-hmm. over and over it could be an affirmation like you're saying or a word mm-hmm. uh today the word that came up for me was calm with that mm-hmm. beautiful music you guys were playing that was mm-hmm. a, a cool trick the way you you made that work as well <laughs> <laughs> uh, old school yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i i i think that um you know having having some word that that will stick with you it could be you know a mantra Mm -hmm. or one word or a practice just being able to come to the breath again Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think the you know the anchor for me is is a mantra Mm -hmm. Uh, it's a you know a a phrase that I use often uh, that helps to ground me it also is just becoming aware of my surroundings Mm -hmm. uh, when I feel like I notice I'm getting a little off track or going too far into you know mind patterns sometimes just like you were saying focusing on what's around us and seeing the beauty thankfully we live in a beautiful place so
0: right right are you open to share what your mantra is
2: uh yeah for me m- my main mantra that i use is om mani padme om mm-hmm. which is a it's um yeah mantra from the far east um, mm-hmm. and it uh means like the the flower the the lotus flower uh, it's essentially like the within the lotus flower is a pearl, is a mm-hmm. jewel. Um, so, you know, there's, and the lotus flower, of course, comes out of the mud. Right. Um, so I think that that, that to me is, is the mantra that I work with, but mm-hmm. ultimately, like, it really can be anything. And, it, and my mantra can change as well. So sometimes in a yoga class, mm-hmm. on the inhale, I'll use the word let, and on the exhale, I'll use the word go. So mm. the mantra of let go or the mantra of, you know, be happy or, or whatever it is mm-hmm. that I can connect with. At the time, so really that 's the main mantra I use throughout the day but mm-hmm. uh, ultimately it 's really whatever works for each person I think that that helps us center ourselves
1: I love that you were also talking about your surroundings and and I sometimes I like to take that a little deeper that it 's not just the beauty that surrounds us, but it 's also the other people you know and, and being more observant to their behaviors and their body language, so you kind of can set yourself up with a with a helpful approach, you know, to to somebody without adding on to what might be already a bad day for somebody. So Mm. um, a lot of people don't think that way, you know, and they speak and they just speak and they they, they don't think about who they're talking to or or, or what that person might be going through. And you Mm. can't obsess on it. I get it. But Mm -hmm. it's nice to pay attention to others.
0: It's interesting when you were describing what um, um, the mantra that you shared means and um, beauty growing out of muck. Right? right. And so uh, which leads me to to um, to think about the sort of muck that we have been growing out from since Ermaria. Mm. Right. Literally and figuratively and everything. And and I'm wondering if you could share with the listening audience, what is your own sort of personal takeaway about your own growth and the places that have been strengthened um, as we're moving into year three of this recovery journey? What's your own kind of biggest takeaway as you reflect back?
2: uh probably self-care i think that it's so easy after the hurricanes uh to get into this place of of having to get a lot done Uh, Mm -hmm. i think that you know it's very stressed about fixing and cleaning and rebuilding and and it's so important and i think that that's what drives us to make this island where it always can and will be and there's so much resilience here and i think that Mm -hmm. within my own personal journey is that I have to be very aware of it. You know, I grew up in a very competitive mentality, racing and doing a lot of sports, and Mm -hmm. and it's easy to overdo it occasionally and to Mm -hmm. think that you have to get so many things done and to run yourself dry. So for me, it's really, I think, um, is the balance and the Mm self-care and, Mm -hmm. you know, noticing if I feel... You know, especially in the hurricane season now, in the last month, where it seemed like there was some sort of <laughs> storm out there. Every, every time, week, you know, right? <laughs> uh, you know, recognizing that, you know, the, the mindfulness practice really helps and recognizing that, you you know, you can't change what's happening out there. And really, we can only get so much done. And, and it's actually, in a lot of ways, the more we take care of ourselves, the more we do get done as well. And mm. it's kind of that counterintuitive thing that... Mm-hmm. It makes a big difference
1: yeah <laughs> it's been a good theme that's come up several times it's yeah. so
0: interesting and because and, um, I've been really curious about that question for many you know and I hope that over the course of these um, many shows, as we invite individuals to um, go inside and reflect for themselves, especially as we move into year three, I hope that there are some times of reflection to think of, mm. you know, what has all this meant for me? How have I shifted? How have I expanded? How have I deepened? What surprises me? And. Um, and I think with this sort of nonstop series of weather <laughs> that's been coming through, I think it's challenged some people to have to do that. And so mm. what if we could do it without the challenge necessarily being present to push us, but to create that space inside that naturally would uh, invite that kind of exploration. So
1: interesting. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for and, that. And with about half the folks, you know, <laughs> the populations, literally about half of what mm. it was pre Irma Maria. And mm-hmm. so. Yeah, the people that are here care, and they want to be here, or they yeah. can't leave, or whatever their scenario might be. But right. uh, for those of us who've chosen, you know, that's right. this as our lifestyle, that's um, right, we care. We know? do indeed, we, and we want to make it better.
0: So, as we explore um, this whole topic today, uh, it's helpful to start with the basic of the basics. So, for those who uh, might not know, why don't you help our listening audience to uh, to understand what, in fact, is uh, what is yoga? Um, people probably have some ideas of what that is but help us to understand it better
2: for sure uh yeah so yoga i think the basic definition is is uh unifying so yoga is the unifying of mind body and spirit Mm -hmm. um i've heard recently it's uh, a way of i mean it it's the balance of um, coming to peace within the body and the mind Mm -hmm. um but Ultimately, yoga is really what we make of it. I think that... You know, some people now would think of yoga as Lululemon and kombucha and, you know, like <laughs> whatever it is that the, the common society is, is putting out there in the Western world. And and to some people, maybe that is yoga. So I think really mm-hmm. it's it's important to recognize that everybody has a different definition of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, there's so much age and lineage and history to yoga. And when you, you know, dig into it more and more, that I think is where the true value is, is, is through the years of quieting the mind through Asanas, asanas are, are movements or mm-hmm. uh, your your practice, your postures, your movements in yoga. There's many different kinds of yoga. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, all of the yoga and the movements are to uh, connect with oneself, to slow down mm-hmm. the mind through releasing, through doing different poses that allow you to come into the present moment, to mm-hmm. connection with the body, and loosening the body so that then we have the ability, you know, in ancient times to then sit and meditate in in silence for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, like I think yoga, yoga is what we make of it. And I think the history is is also quite important.
0: Mm. So what are the regular benefits? I mean, so so if one does this and begins to cultivate, or is even kind of curious about um, this thing called yoga beyond the, the kind of, you know, kind of yoga pants and people walking around with them mad and drinking kombucha. I mean, there's a whole yeah. sort of the perception of what, the, right. <laughs> you well, know, right. you that, right. that there's a way in which people think about kind of yeah. who does it, right. what your body's supposed to look like, the body right. type, honestly, the yoga butt, The whole, I mean, all of this stuff, right?
1: <laughs> Damn, I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, that's a. It's a. I'm building. looking that yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's a real thing. <laughs> so, what? In fact, um, what are the benefits uh, and practices of yeah. cultivating that, both as a lifestyle and of the movement itself?
2: Yeah, I think the. Uh-huh. There's so many benefits, and, and once again, I really feel everybody's going to find different benefits, but mm-hmm. there there have been a whole lot of studies, of course, as, as yoga has become more popular in the West, then mm-hmm. the scientific mind, the logical mind of the West tries to analyze it, <laughs> you know, oh, I'm not sure if that actually does anything, and now we're seeing more and more studies coming out, mm-hmm. as you guys um, have alluded to, that it, they're are so many benefits mentally and physically obviously it's an exercise and you know we uh, of course know that exercise th- has these physical benefits and then in terms of yoga it's it's something that's much more than just an exercise as we calm down as we breathe as we focus as we become centered it mm-hmm. has you know lots of benefits mentally uh, as well
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well you mentioned i mean we're probably did begin i think you're probably right with with monks and and people that needed to really stretch out and and work those muscles, before they went into a meditative state, I had the ple- you know the pleasure of, of visiting Thailand and, and mm-hmm. got into some uh, monasteries and temples and uh, I did see one where it was uh, it was like an academy. There were there were a bunch of young monks doing all the chants. They were obviously mm-hmm. the ones that were doing the work, but around the Whole circle of this place where the older monks mm. and they didn't move. I mean, they just sat there and I just stared them down. I wanted to see, like, you know, a guy's twitch or blink or just amazing that you can hold a position like that for as long as you can. And that takes definitely mental discipline. Did but, you make sure they're real? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, it was kind of funny because uh, there were people there trying to tell the westerners what they can do and not do and right. there were some people that didn't that were very clueless and showing feet and all these things but uh women knees things like that but mm-hmm. uh but there was a dog walking around that had complete freedom to do whatever uh it wanted and uh, mm-hmm. it had gone over by the the, the monks and uh but yeah I, I could tell they were alive but it was amazing i mean yeah. it really was that you could get into a transit state like that it just Boom it yeah. disappeared. It's
0: amazing. Yeah. The power of what the body, um, and that mind connection can do. And the ways in which it can it can free us from mm-hmm from physical suffering, from mental suffering, from spiritual detachment, all of those ways that it creates that integrated connection. Um, And and yoga is ancient. I mean, the practice of that mind-body, both through, you know, Eastern medicine, but also in ancient Egypt and and Mm -hmm. Kemet and and the, the longevity and the ancient nature of it and the ways in which we have sort of it gets integrated into kind of, present-day society and i think sometimes the the perception of the commercial way that it can be presented um i think can at times interfere with the the power and the impact of the transformative way that it can change and that it's connected to a long ancient history
1: which is which is interesting because i think Tyler really hit it on the head, too. Mm -hmm. It's very personal. Mm -hmm. You know, you get different things out of it. Mm -hmm. But I liked what he also said was turning off the noise, Mm -hmm. which is ironic because you think of ancient history, you would think there were less distractions in one's life compared to what we deal with on a daily basis now. Mm -hmm. So it's almost more important now, you know, than than it could have been. uh, But you're right. It's not all glam and and stretchy pants and whatever. Mm -hmm. It's... It's... It, it's it's a connection of your body, and uh, it's funny. Uh, my wife and I are really interested in it, but terrified at the same time <laughs> because, you know, how I'm not very limber anymore, and and so you know that's that's yeah. something that gets in my head. Well, that's
0: interesting, right? The perceptions yeah. of how people interpret what they're capable of, right? Yeah. So, if you talk a little bit about um, your own journey with yoga, what? pulled you into this way of being and yeah. cultivating it and exploring it in deeper ways by training and travel and daily practice, a daily, yeah. you know, mantra. Uh, what has been the impact of yoga yeah. for Sailing you? Sailing
1: and yoga. Yeah. Doesn't so, sound like so talk a, a natural bit about that.
2: yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think uh, there's a few reasons that got me into it. And I, I just wanted to hit for a second, too, on sure. on kind of that concept of that fear of getting into you know, maybe yoga or maybe it's mindfulness in general. And and for me, it really, I started getting into this through mindfulness, through Mm -hmm. meditation. Mm -hmm. And one thing I wanted to mention about mindfulness that I think is sometimes lost in conversation and and what scares a lot of people away is that we have to have a quiet mind. We have to Mm -hmm. have no thoughts. And while the buddhist monks to me would be very uh inspiring to some you know it seems so far away from where we are now that it could be daunting and i think it's really quite important to recognize and remember that even those people i mean maybe in some far off land there's no (laughs) not a thought that crosses their mind but probably there are and really it's about how we manage those thoughts and Mm. how we we can come to the present moment again and thoughts aren't a bad thing at all thought we're conditioned to have thoughts we're humans we're you know this is where we are in the evolution and mm-hmm. we're going to have thoughts and how can we you know come to the present again mm-hmm. and i think that in meditation is really important and that's that's how i got started i guess to segue into that question is mm-hmm. uh just it, it's funny actually you say about sailing and Yoga And I didn't necessarily feel the connection at the beginning. Mm. And what I realized uh, is that I think mindfulness and the yogic lifestyle Mm -hmm. or just the lifestyle of being aware actually does play in very well with not just sailing, but mm, the island lifestyle Mm. and the Caribbean. And I think that, you know, I came into it in college, uh, into meditation. I, you know, read a book that was very... Uh, affirming, actually, of my lifestyle already, which, I you know, I came from here, an island boy, <laughs> grew up my whole life, then I go to New England, where everything's chop-chop, <laughs> very fast. Right. And, yeah, I think it's easy. I imagine there's a lot of people that have uh, felt the same way when they move off the States, and they're like, how come everybody's moving so fast? How right. come everybody's honking their horn more, and it's just intense and mean, and, you know, like, it can... I mean, it, it, it varies on where you are, but, right. you know, there's definitely times where... Uh, it's easy to lose your identity and i think that reading some of these initial texts that i read on meditation and mindfulness was encouraging one to slow down to mm. be conscious to be aware to mm-hmm. focus to do one thing at a time mm-hmm. to you know not multitask which in this you know in some cultures multitasking is encouraged uh, it's actually you have to be able to multitask to get some of these jobs you mm-hmm. know and i think that It's um, it was really cool to recognize that, and all of a sudden to to feel wow, this this is already how I'm acting. Like maybe I should look into some of this meditating stuff. So Mm -hmm. I started doing a little meditation and a little yoga, and you know I actually got into Kundalini yoga, Mm -hmm. um, which is a type of yoga that is you know very mindful. It's like specifically a lot of meditation within it, and. Yeah, I think, you know, that relates well to the kids here or to the, the people in the Caribbean where I think it, it helps us to, you know, it helps anybody really to be confident of,
1: of who you are because you
2: get to connect with yourself and what really works for you.
1: I don't think a lot of people allow that, you know, they don't allow that quiet time for themselves. Uh, the doctor over here, we've been, we started really <laughs> there, you know, with this whole journey we've been on about mindfulness and and paying attention to your own feelings and hurts and pains and thoughts, but it's not comfortable for a lot of people, you know? And and they start getting there, and then, you know, they'll figure out a way to get away from it or something, because... Right. Yeah. being connected can be painful. And the reality yeah. is, and when
0: you run away, it's going to chase you mm-hmm. right back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, right? It's not like, going it anywhere. Go away, right. <laughs> exactly. And, and I've learned both for myself, but over the course of the shows and just over a uh, lifetime is that it gets held in the body. Right? And what we hold in our body, it shows up in all kinds of ways. And the thing is not to let it be a surprise wake up moment for the ways that it shows up.
1: Um, That's a good point. It it makes me think about some of the the past shows that we've done with Mm -hmm. physical therapy and and massage and also chiropractic that sometimes the obvious isn't the obvious. You know, you're leaning and your body starts to go to a left Mm -hmm. or something and Mm -hmm. you think there's something wrong with the left. And when in fact, It's probably the other side of your body compensating, you know, so... Yeah, you can't run. It, it, it manifests. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you, you know, can, you as but well sooner
0: or later. Yeah, and, you it, know, it, and uh, even reflecting on a couple of shows that individuals who've had diagnoses around cancer and other uh, yeah. life challenges, and as they um, have described and talked about their healing journey, I mean, they talked about the, the impact of toxic thoughts on unforgiveness, on anger and rage, and things that are held, and if it doesn't get released in hopefully a health-promoting way, it will manifest and show up.
1: Boy, do I believe that now. I really do.
0: I mean, we've heard it multiple times, you know, in in different kinds of ways. Um, So I'm curious, Tyler, as an individual who who has, you know, you had your own revelation, read the book, and began to expand your own um, um, deepening of meditation, of yoga. uh, How did the connection to begin to look at how you could then, offer this in some ways into the school system. I mean, it's one thing to have um, the experience for yourself and even for those around you and then to be with sort of like-minded individuals and then you sort of cultivating that community and feeling the benefits. But it's a very different thing to sort of see it and then to think about a public school system and that. So talk a bit about that and how that came into being and what the impacts have been.
2: Yeah, I I think the, the school program that we're running now is really it was very much a community effort mm-hmm. uh there was a lot of people that had recommended it or said they'd tried it or thought of it or you know some different yahoo teachers had, had talked about it as a concept i think that um you know it's something that it really is going on throughout the country especially mm-hmm. i mean there's you know the i don't know if, well, some people have probably heard of the meditation for detention, yes, you know, program. Yes, yes. I think that started mm-hmm. in Maryland. And mm-hmm. then, you know, out in uh, 10 years ago when I was out in California for a summer, I saw all the little kids, you know, that was part of their regular curriculum. So, you know, that has been a thing in certain parts of the country. And obviously here, it it hasn't been. Mm-hmm. Um, not because there's not some kids that could enjoy it, some mm-hmm. students that would, would really love it and benefit it from it. But it just, be, I think the biggest part was, a level of persistence that it took, um, and I think that actually was—I give a, most of that credit to Elizabeth, my partner, who mm-hmm. uh, had to go through a lot of waiting and you know missed <laughs> meetings and teachers that said it was going to happen, and and then you know it just—it took a perseverance, l- <laughs> a yeah. lot of perseverance, yeah. and I think that as soon as it got going, and there were some uh, some really amazing teachers as well. There are a lot of amazing teachers, but some in particular that uh, really took a stand to say, we want this in our school. Lockhart mm-hmm. Elementary was the first school. Okay. Miss um, Julius Hodge uh, really pushed to have yoga there, and that's uh, where it got the ball rolling. And, and mm-hmm. from there, it, it sort of um, started moving along to different schools.
0: Wow. So describe that. I'm curious. So... So sort of the how part, so do you, is this after school, do you come in and do a 10-minute, describe a bit about, actually, what does it look like, so to speak, on the ground?
2: Yeah, Uh, well, I will say, Liz and I, my partner Elizabeth and I were, you know, at the forefront of helping get it going. And mm-hmm. then um, from there, we've it's really grown in, in a beautiful way. And we have a uh, main teacher now, Suzanne Blaney, mm. um, who's the head teacher, and she's certified working with kids. And the certification is important, but even more important is the essence. And she just has this energy that lights up the room and the kids, and it's this, uh, oh. you know, really amazing uh, Experience to watch um, as she she teaches the the youth. Um, so she's doing majority of the teaching, um, pretty much all of the teaching. And we're we're going to be growing um, soon. Actually, we have another teacher coming down to do more teaching. But oh, um,
0: this is exciting.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah,
0: That's it is. is like, I did you see hear the, that, oh, listening audience? Right. This is very exciting. You
1: got an elementary kid, you know, telling mom, "Hey, mom, you need to have some breath. <laughs> Let's sit down and yeah. talk, you know relax. You know,
0: yeah,
1: that could, that could uh, be a wonderfully contagious." Uh, uh, thing, but know.
0: it's an interesting thing. I mean, you say that so often. Time though, children are the teachers of adults right. in so many ways. Um, so, so what has been happening? So, Suzanne, uh, is it you said yeah, Blaney? Blaney. Blaney. Yeah, okay. So, is she teaching them breathing? So, is it ten minutes, twenty minutes after school, during the school? Um, describe a bit about actually what happens.
2: Right. So. Most of the time, uh, most of the classes right now are during the school day, okay. uh, which is really beneficial because they're already there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, having the students have to come to a certain place after school, you know, obviously can mm-hmm. have different challenges. So they're already at school. So the classes are going on during the school day mm-hmm. at the, you know, in the school programs. So that's our main program is working with the public schools. OK, Um. so that'll be a, a class period. So typically between like 40 minutes and an hour. Um, will be a yoga mindfulness class with Suzanne and she'll normally work with the school so for example she would go to Lockhart on a Tuesday and she would have two or three back-to-back classes with three different groups of, of students. So they'll come in. She'll, you know, run through a, a different um, exercise with them and different poses. A lot of times they'll do, they'll actually have worksheets where they draw out the different movements they've read, learned, Hello. the different breathing patterns or techniques they've done. They have different uh you know activities that they'll do all revolving around mindfulness and and mainly like you said the breath and i think that that's such a i mean that's obviously when you hear about yoga or mindfulness everybody says breathe well right. it's, you know like there's a reason that we breathe and right. and to learn about those breaths for the youth and like you said I, totally right they're bringing it to their parents as well to their siblings there's one amazing story which maybe suzanne could come one day I'd love and to have and her on yeah. share with you guys but she has so many stories but i do remember one story where um there was a a girl in her uh in one of her classes that came the following week and said that you know at the house uh her parents were having a um some sort of um argument with each other and her younger sister and her were in another room and her younger sister was very bent out of shape about it and she was teaching her younger sister to breathe Mm. and just uh You know, how much that affected the younger sister to make the younger sister feel happy. And then how much that made the older sister feel proud to have that to offer to her as a way to Uh, deal with the situation. That's a great story. That is awesome. Tools in the toolbox. That's it, you know. know?
0: Um, And the ability to provide um, those empowering skills. At a younger age, because this is school-age children, to be able to have that as their normal, right? right? And as you continue to expand and grow and develop, that gets integrated in who they are. Exactly. Um, That really is extraordinary, and that's really very beautiful. Um, but it's a skill set. I mean, this is not something that's sort of out there. This is skill, right. and it's a way to be and to live, to manage impulse control, right. anger, or rage, manage feelings around sort of resentment or jealousy. I wasn't you know, included on that Facebook. I mean,
2: exactly. all the ways in right. which
0: the things that hurt us, the parts inside of ourselves, that human place of vulnerability, and how extraordinary to equip young children um, with that. I was curious about... Um, both the sort of the aura of yoga, but you are a Caucasian male, right? And so when I think about the, the vast majority, not all, but at least in the public school system, what has been the experience around sort of that piece and bringing that into uh, an environment and, and for something that is new, though known, perhaps in some ways, um, talk about that. Because the power of, I think, the VI and the ability to um, to integrate and to engage issues around the different Parts of who we are, but yet we are part of the whole. So, um, so, I'm curious about that. What's that that part of the experience been like for you?
2: Well, Suzanne does most of the teaching. Oh, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, he was born here. Yeah, how <laughs> you <laughs> mean I born here, You know. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't. I think that it it really comes to down to the fact that um, the classes or the experiences that are getting brought through yoga i think speak for themselves i think it it really doesn't matter who's bringing it i I, Mm -hmm. you were talking about ross bobby earlier i Mm -hmm. have so much deep respect for ross bobby for Mm -hmm. anybody that is sharing this um this way of living this way of breathing and centering ourselves regardless of of where they're coming from i i believe Mm -hmm. that it is such an ancient wisdom Mm -hmm. that you know tribes like you were mentioning in egypt Mm -hmm. or in Mm -hmm. africa Mm -hmm. or in the east or in south america even here in the caribbean like as you know you look farther back in time there was more there was less distractions externally and more you know how do we come into connection with nature and it was not just what they wanted to do but what they needed to do to survive so i think that you know like that awareness Mm -hmm. of what's happening in our surroundings that ability to be present is something that has that goes so far back and that you know is is really what is getting brought to the to the youth so i think that Mm -hmm. it i mean i i don't want to be naive in the sense that maybe there are certain um cultural um or racial feelings that somebody might have Mm -hmm. um but i i really feel that it's something where the the youth are just happy to to be learning something new right right and they when they connect with that centeredness and then it doesn't even matter because Uh they don't care who's giving it who's who's helping them see that they they just appreciate that feeling Mm
0: -hmm. understand thank you for that um and and on the similar vein i know we've had this conversation with different guests this is for the most part, with with different uh, religious and spiritual practices, uh, but the Caribbean on a whole, and certainly in the VI, is very Christian environment. And I remember um, even when the earlier shows even talking about sort of breathing and all of that. You know, like you know, like like what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> exactly. it's like well, Jesus breathed, You know, what I mean, and so I'm um, just curious whether or not there's been any. Was there any? Um, um, I didn't either concern. Maybe not be the word, but The sort of introduction of something that people may have perceived in ways that are out of the norm of what is familiar. So, did you experience any of that at all, either from any of the parents? I'm sure they have to sign a consent. I don't know, but just curious. Just, I'm sure there are probably some in the listening audience who were curious about that as well.
2: Yeah, I think that it's, of course, something important that people come up against if you're very deep into any religion. I think that. When you so firmly believe in your religion, then you weigh up, does this align with my religion? Mm-hmm. And it's possible for some people to say maybe it doesn't or maybe it does. What I think is important, at least the way we teach it and also at Breathe at the Yoga Studio in Haven site, we don't have any religious or even cultural mentions um, okay. for the most part. I think it's it's really about um, just finding one's self one's center and you know that self could be through Jesus or mm-hmm. through as you mentioned before that could be somebody's word mm-hmm. and that's actually something we we hear a lot in the classes in the schools and with the, the kids throughout the Caribbean a lot of times will say, okay, you know, we, we we very firmly encourage and talk about gratitude. Okay. Uh, you know, so what is it, something you're grateful for? And all the kids will go around in circles circle saying it. And a lot of times, Jesus mm-hmm. will come up or God. Mm-hmm. And I think that's beautiful. I, I love the, the. I think we all appreciate that they have this religious connection and then to bring in, you know, a level of awareness of mm-hmm. how they feel mm-hmm. so that if something um you know, is feeling more like they want to go in a certain direction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think that obviously this could get touchy and maybe that is where people are worried. Well, if they mm-hmm. get really in touch with themselves, what if they're not going to still want to be part of this religion? <laughs> right. And I think that, mm. you know, we don't encourage mm-hmm. or discourage any anything. We right. we simply, um, the goal is to provide the space for people to connect with themselves.
0: You know, I appreciate um that's beautifully said. You know, in the way that you captured that, we had uh, Dr. Noreen Michael, who um, uh, created this incredible uh, report called the Community Needs Assessment, exploring the most vulnerable in the VI children and the elderly. Uh, this, and it was a year after, or uh, Maria, that they. Um, and her team pulled together the information. And when they did focus groups with the children, because they went both into the public schools and private and parochial schools and began to explore with them both their experiences and the lingering impacts and kind of what helped, what was it that was important for them, you know, it was their faith, you know. Mm. These, are, these are children, you know, school-age right. kids. And so it struck me when you said that, you um, that in many ways we often you know don't think of children and their ability to, to name and mm. articulate the things that ground them you know in their lives and uh, and they talked about that that they prayed or they asked Jesus to help them or help my mommy right. or daddy who was going through this hard time and so to be able to then bring that to, their, to the forefront of their awareness, to pull it and help it to further right. anchor, I think is just extraordinary. It's emerging. It's not a separation from. Totally. You know, exactly. and Being so, thankful. I mean, it yeah, yeah, crosses
1: me, many barriers, but humility. Yeah, it, was, um, uh, humility it, and yeah, it made me think of that. It
0: was really yeah. powerful. Um, so in the time that we have left, talk about some of the ways perhaps that what can people like do, <laughs> you know, for themselves? It's like, well, you know, Paul said, well, I'm not as limber as I used to be, as I was back in the day. But um, are there things that I mean? We often see the, you know, put your, you know, the leg is over the shoulder, and you're all wrapped up. Right. And I think for some, it's like, like I can't do that. And I think it's ways in which, again, the kind of perception or the stereotype of what. Yoga is and what it's supposed to look like. Um, describe a bit are there poses or breathing practices? What can your average person at least begin to maybe try, and then maybe they could check out a class at breathe or something. But give us some give us some insight or some things that might be helpful.
2: Yeah, I think that anything that has to do with the breath is is so powerful. So if any time we bring awareness to the breath, even if it's just the gentle basic inhale and exhale with, you know, no pattern to it at all, or if it's a, you know, a deep inhale and then a hold and exhale as you were doing, or it could be, you know, four seconds, inhale, hold for four seconds, exhale for four seconds, or whatever it is to explore the breath. I think that the more we can connect with how deeply transforming the breath is, mm-hmm. I th- I would say that that would be the, you know, the number one thing that any anybody can do on an easy way, because even if you you aren't limber, you can still breathe. And I think that
1: <laughs> Amen. Amen for that. You we know that? what happens if Somebody. you stop. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and mm. then yeah, if you can But start the stretching, it. I guess. I mean isn't wouldn't that be a I mean yeah. if somebody's out there going, Man, I'd like to do this <laughs> Get I get on honestly, the floor I think I just, mean, just go to a yoga class and right. just go for it. I know it, it can be Don't push yourself, just do what you can do comfortably. Yeah, exactly. And, there's
2: and, there's not gonna be teachers. I think it is sometimes daunting to people to come into a class and think maybe there's you know, really well stretched people in here, but it ultimately it's just whatever works for you. You any beginner can come to pretty much any yoga class and even if they're just breathing there and they're doing gentle stretches um. That that works too. But yeah. Any like the basic stretches you learned as a, as a kid in sports or any <laughs> any stretches is, is helpful. But mm. really, yoga is is much deeper than that. And I think when you get into a community around people doing the yoga, that's where you'll see so many benefits.
0: That sounds great. I know that'd be helpful yeah. to uh, to share some contact information. I yeah, just definitely. want to say that one of the things that um, I had a conversation about. Um, this whole topic around kind of um, mindfulness-based living and ways of being and that. I mean, part of it is that yoga is supposed to open the heart, you know, Mm. that there's a way in which that we ought to be, that individuals who are regularly practicing, you're opening up yourself, and uh, and it's grounded in your heart and grounded in love. And so um, so I think for for those who may be... um, Either a little curious or wanting more, just to think of that—the place inside of yourself, that place in your heart—that pulls for deepening of that. Um, so, share some contact information about um, how someone could take a yeah. class or if they find out how we can get find you. involved <laughs> in the program in the school. So, share some information.
2: Yeah, I think that anybody that wants to come, we do have a, a yoga studio in Havenside. It's right next to uh, China King and Barefoot Buddha. If you mm-hmm. know where. It, those two are. It's right in between those two, uh, across from the Haven Site Mall. It's in uh, back where Modern Music used to be, or uh, Charlotte Tamales. I think was the name of that. <laughs> uh, that old Mexican restaurant yeah. in the back there. Yeah, So yeah, it's. Uh, we have a studio in the in the back of the pink building there. Um, there's signs there. You could find it. So if you're interested, to just come over. Uh, but the best thing to do is just check out the schedule. It's at breathestthomas.com, mm-hmm. and there you'll find the class schedule. You'll see contact information there, uh, breathestthomas.com, and you can you know call or email from there. Also, on there you'll see there's um, a little bit of information. It's a, quite a simple site because we we really just want people to experience what it is to do yoga. Um but if you want to reach out for any more information, please reach out that way. There's a donate page mm. on that website. You can donate and those donations go towards the nonprofit um which not just is teaching wellness and mindfulness in the schools, but we're also um working in the foster home um on St. Thomas where we do some stuff at the Children's Museum. Um we do different sailing programs with kids all mm. all around. Um, and then we're, we're growing we're, we're in talks with the prison on island um, and then you know just a lot of different places where people have reached out to us about mindfulness so i mm-hmm. think the more funding that goes towards it the more mm-hmm. we'll be able to expand um, throughout the island and we're, we're over in saint john as well so we're at the Sprav elementary school there and Um, so it's, it's growing. So I think, yeah, any way that people want to support or just get involved is, Mm -hmm. is really helpful. There's always, you know, whether it's somebody that wants to, you know, assist or wants to learn how to be a teacher, we have some funding that's going to go towards training, um, local people on island to also be teachers and then to go into their communities and help share, uh, the, the mindset.
1: Wow. It's a great journey you're on, my friend. That's really neat.
0: That's beautiful. Really Thank you so much for um, for uh, making the time and coming to share with uh, the listening audience your own journey and the ways in which uh, individuals can begin to at least uh, expand um, their thinking and the experience of what yoga is, what it might mean for them, and to perhaps... Uh, you know, check out a class, um, and it's nice to hear that the school program is expanding. and um, And I just think of the transformative impact of those young people who have this skill go and ahead. who will have it, because once you have something, it's yeah. yours. It'll, it'll go back you to know? it. It'll and always so, be there. That's yeah. a good
1: point. Yeah. Is there a cost associated with the yoga classes? Yeah,
2: great question. Uh, it's a donation-based studio. It's all part of the nonprofit. So when you come in, it's you know, it, it really is. Pay from your heart. The suggested donation is $10 or more per class. Um, but ultimately, for us, it's really about getting people in there. So it's, it, it's not exclusive monetarily
1: yeah. at all. Well, that shouldn't keep you away either at that, at that rate. So Beautiful. fantastic.
0: Do you have some words to close us out today, Paul? Yeah, you know,
1: I, I, it's funny. It, it, yes <laughs> is the answer <laughs> to that question. <laughs> um, human potential is the same for all. Your feeling, I am of no value, is wrong. Absolutely wrong. You are deceiving yourself. We are, all have the power of thought. So what are you lacking? If you have willpower, then you can change anything. It is usually said that you are your own master. Mm. And I, I believe that. Beautiful. We're our own worst enemies in some cases, but we are also got the power.
0: We do, and so uh, thank you all for listening in. Do check out the podcast, and uh, there's so much information packed in there. Be well. Take good care of yourselves. Continue to breathe, and uh, grab hold of your word, that pebble for yourself that you always have that creates those uh, positive ripples inside. Thank you so much for joining us once again. We look forward to uh, having you on back next week.
1: And breathe in Havenside. There you go. Check these guys out. Tyler, have a wonderful day. And thank you, everybody.
0: Thanks. Be well.